three, two, one. Megan Smith Lion and the Marshall Thundering Herd want that Sunbelt title. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thrilled to have Megan Smith Lyon. She is familiar with this uh, part of the country. You'll find out about that. She is the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. They come in as the number two seed. Lots to go over. They had not one, but two triple crown winners in uh, the Sunbelt. How much depth they have in the circle. Uh, the lineup, we talk about their schedule and their RPI, and she freely admits, which is kind of refreshing, that uh, due to their RPI, they need to win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament to get into the NCAA. So let's get to it. She is Megan Smith-Lyon, the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We're going through our Sunbelt softball coaches. We had Jerry Glasgow on from the Raging Cajuns, Becky Clark from South Alabama. I knew those two. I do not know. Megan Smith-Lyon, she and the Marshall Thundering Herd, the number two seed in the upcoming Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Really appreciate your time, Coach. Give us a little history and background on the Marshall Thundering Herd. I'm not sure if Raging Cajuns fans or Sunbelt fans are very familiar uh, with uh, this team that didn't win one triple crown. They won two triple crowns. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, we're really excited to be in the Sun Belt. We're excited for this uh, for this tournament coming up here in Lafayette. And, uh, you know, we've had a really strong season. You know, but Marshall in general has had a really, really rich uh, softball tradition. Very, uh, very successful. Shonda Stanton coached here for a long time. She's now at Indiana doing great things. Um, and I'm going into my fifth season. And, um, yeah, our season has been um, – been really strong. We've had a strong pitching, strong hitting, strong defense. Uh, we've got a great group of young women who are fun and exciting to watch. And we're just, we're ready to, to see what it's like to be here in the Sunbelt tournament. All right. So uh, let's, uh, well, let's talk about the season. You know, the expectations, I guess you guys won a team record, school record, 43 uh, victories uh, this year. What were the expectations coming in? You know, honestly, we uh, we honestly weren't sure. We we lost a lot of players. Uh, you know, Coach, I'm getting teams. that a lot from teams yeah. that are really, really good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's genuine. It's totally honesty. Um, we lost an All-American. Uh, we lost three all two All-Conference players. We lost, uh, I think it was like 75% of our home oh. runs. Um, we lost a lot, uh, and we knew we returned Sydney Nestor, our pitcher. So we knew that when, you know, we knew that we had a shot to win some games because she is phenomenal. Um, you know, but other than that, we weren't sure. We had a lot of young players who had never had uh, prominent positions. Um, their freshman year, they maybe got some some playing time, but not a lot. They weren't counted on. We got some transfers that came in that we weren't sure how they were going to do, um, and. You know, it's been amazing to see them come together, to see them progress, to see them grow. Uh, I don't know if anyone predicted this. We knew we had talent, uh, you know, but what, what really taken us over and gotten us to where we are is how close our team is. Um, they are extremely close. The team chemistry is off the charts. Um, it's the best team I've been around in regards to 
um, how they approach things, how they love each other, how they love the game, how they love Marshall. Uh, it's really fun to be around them. And so when did it occur to you that this team was pretty good? Was there a series? Was there a game? You know, did the light bulb go off in, in your head? You know, like, hey, guys, we, we got something pretty special here or potentially yeah. pretty special anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think early on we were kind of figuring, figure, figuring ourselves out, especially the coaching staff, just trying to figure out who we had and what pieces, where to put them. I think, honestly, we had a home tournament and it ended with playing Pitt um, on our field and we hit a walk off to beat Pitt. It was a tight game. Um, and, and that moment, I think we thought, okay, I think we got a team that can compete to beat anybody. Uh, just and how they approached it. Um, you know, they were gritty. They fought. They didn't give up. Um, they believed they could win. And I think that's a, a big part of it, too. If you, you know, you have the belief, you get a shot. And so our, our, after that game, as a coaching staff, we kind of sat down and thought, okay, all right, we're ready to compete. We've, we've got a team that can compete. All right, let's talk about the team offensively led by Autumn Owen. Led, the, again, a triple crown winner. What, 19 home runs, 70 runs batted in. Is is that the ball carrying in, in West Virginia in the mountains, or uh, is she as dominant as she appears? No, she's she's the real deal. She's the real deal. Um, she's Last year had a really good season for us. She was a transfer coming in um, last season, and she's really taken off this year. And I, I think, um, you know, we don't – talk a lot about this, but the most impressive thing about Autumn is uh, she broke her leg and ankle in the fall. And it was questionable whether she was going to be able to play the first few weeks of our season. And I've never seen anyone be so determined and committed to, to get back. She was not going to miss a game. Um, but she, she's a, she's a fighter and she was ready for game one. And um, she's been locked in and committed to, to this team and, and to what she needs to do to help us be successful. Um, and she's, she's really been uh, our consistency. Her and Grace have been our consistency in the lineup all year. So she broke her ankle, you say in the fall. So I'll yep. consider that September, although maybe not technically the fall. And that's a five month recovery if she's not missing a game. Yeah, I mean, it, she it was she sped through it. She was determined. Wow. It, she's amazing. She's an amazing human being. Can she tell when the weather's going to change by any pain <laughs> in the leg? She might. I probably, probably. She, she could tell you, especially when the you know it's still pretty chilly up there in West Virginia. Um, how does the uh, and we're talking with Megan Smith Lyon, coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd, as we're getting ready. Actually, the Sun Belt play. Uh, opening up today, Marshall, the second seed, won't play until Thursday. Uh, how does the how does the fans respond to uh, Thundering Herd uh, softball? You'll find out here that the Cajuns fans are pretty raucous. It'll be a full Lamson Park uh, throughout the series throughout the weekend. Uh, but we've seen, you know, Marshall have this traditional football program. We saw them have this great basketball season where they're scoring a bunch of points and you know one of the top teams basketball wise, drawing big crowds, selling out. How, how does the how does the Huntington West Virginia uh, crew respond to uh, thundering herd softball? Uh, they love softball. I think one of the biggest one of the biggest reasons that I made the decision to uh, go to Marshall was the support the softball team gets. You know, in a lot of places, you know, Louisiana is lucky they have a great fan base and, and they have it at here. But a lot of places, softball is kind of an afterthought or there's not a ton of fans. It's just the parents that come. And, you know, one of the things about Marshall that's so special is softball is super important. The, uh, the community rallies around us. Um, we have a great fan base. Um, our field, Dot Hicks Field, we call it the Dot. Um, it's an awesome place to play. Um, we have people that tailgate our, at our games. It's a full house all the time. We had Alabama come in this year and play at our place, and we set the attendance record. We had over, what, 2,500 
people. Um, so it was, we get tons of support and, you know, our fans travel well, so there'll be a lot of green in the stands, hopefully here uh, for the tournament. Uh, so I know this isn't that technically Sunbelt, but I, I feel like the biggest winner with the SEC network, the two biggest winners are gymnastics and softball. Uh, I think guys like me, right, who generally watch men's sports, all of a sudden these softball games coaches are going two hours. We don't need a pitch clock. Uh, they're usually incredibly well pitched or and a lot of home runs. I, I think think the women's sports uh, have benefited exponentially uh, with what is the SEC network. And I think that has spread across the nation. Yeah, I mean, well, exposure is key. You know, we um, we have young women that are talented athletes that deserve um, d- deserve recognition and deserve people to watch. And I think that's what's so awesome about Marshall. You know, our players uh, are, feel important because they are important and they are important to the people of Huntington and, and to Marshall University. And they know that when they're on the field because we've got so many fans there watching. Um, we've got so many people that support us online and that travel and watch us. So absolutely. All right, let's take a time out. We'll come back with more with Megan Smith-Lyon, the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. She talks about the girls in the circle led by Sydney Nestor, who did win the Triple Crown in uh, the Sun Belt. But first, it's Built Bar time, and I am loaded up. In fact, I went through one package already. Did lose some weight in a few days. But I'm looking forward to uh, bringing these along with me to snack on them at the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. Are you looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories? Then you need the best-tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me and want to make healthier snack choices but don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the amazing thing for you, Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing, you won't know they're good for you. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy for you. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. I shop at Sam's. Well, you can still get your specialty flavors still at Built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar or coconut puffs, like those coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter puff, and churro puff. You can thank me later. Be on the lookout for the peanut butter version of Built Bars. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's get back to it with Marshall, head softball coach, Megan Smith-Lyon talking about the girls in the circle, led by Sunbelt Triple Crown winner, Sydney Nestor. Uh, we're talking with Megan Smith-Lyon, head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd softball team, locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Tell us about Sydney Nestor and uh, the pitchers. Yeah, Sydney Nestor is a transfer from NC State. She came in last year, had a great year last year, um, was newcomer of the year and pitcher of the year in Conference USA. And, you know, we uh, we were excited to see how she was going to how she was going to do her last season. And she has been phenomenal again. Uh, you know, the thing about Sydney is is her presence in the circle. She is confident. And, you know, that confidence just kind of bleeds down to the rest of our team. Um, she is gritty. 
she is a competitor. And, I, you know, I think that's what you need in the circle. I mean, obviously you need talent, but you need to have someone that's in there willing to fight and willing to compete. And she's one of those. I mean, she absolutely um, is locked in and, and competes every single time that she uh, steps into the circle. Is there any depth in the in the circle for the? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have uh, Savannah Rice uh, typically uh, pitches the next like she's our number two pitcher. She's a transfer from Western Carolina and she's done extremely well, too. And they complement each other really, really well. And then we have a freshman, Brie Godfrey, who pitches some innings for us. And then uh, a sophomore, Bub Faringa, who actually this past weekend against Georgia Southern came in and did a really, really good job. So, you know, Sydney leads the staff. She's going to throw the lion's share of the of the innings. But we do have others that will come in and um, and be able to get the job done, too. So when you say line share, she could pitch at least twice this weekend if, you know, Marshall wins throughout. Absolutely. Okay. All right. We're talking with Megan Smith-Lyon, Marshall Thundering Herd softball coach. What do you think of um, the double elimination not existing anymore and only a single elimination? It feels like the conference started. We need to preserve our teams, not to exhaust them for regionals uh, and – so on and so forth that, you know, it's no more, oops, we lost one. You're done. You, you know, lose one and move on. Uh, that's it. Um, what do you guys, what do you personally think of that? Have you ever had that before in postseason play? Cause I kind of like the double elimination, but I certainly understand where the coaches are coming from. Yeah. You know, double elimination is tough at the end of the year. You know, last year we were in conference USA and, um, we played several games in the tournament. We lost one and had to fight our way back. And, you know, it's exhausting. And when you've played this many games and you get down to the end, you do want your team fresh going into postseason. You know, those teams that are are lucky enough to have earned a berth to the NCAA tournament, we want them to be uh, at their best and not worn down, you know. And so whoever goes on from the Sun Belt, you know, we want all of us want them to do well. So I think it's a good decision, you know, to to make sure that we're, um, you know, kind of taking care of of those teams and and getting them primed for for regional play. Uh, well, and then what about the divisions that kind of split right at the end? There were no real division play during the season, but all of a sudden we found out there's division standings. I guess right, Marshall is the number two seed because we're going to have a one uh, or a you know one seed and a two seed one from each division. South Alabama technically finished second, but they're the number three seed. In this case, it doesn't really matter because if you guys both win, you play each other. Uh, but it could if, you know, you get like, uh, you know, the fourth or fifth place team. What do you think that, uh, you know, a top seed coming from each division? Um, obviously, I like it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because we got the top seed. In our um, you know, but no, I, I actually like it. I think that we all knew that we had divisions and we all knew that that's the way it was going to be. Uh, I think, you know... A lot of people didn't know it because they didn't they didn't necessarily put it up in divisions, right? right we were just one right. block of schools, um, exactly. but we all knew that, and I don't mind it. You know, I, obviously it's helping us, um, you know, but to have the top team in each division um, kind of get get a buy, I think makes a lot of sense. Honestly, uh, you know, it's I like our divisions. Our divisions make it where it's more regional too, and you can get some some regional rivalries, and I like that a lot. Uh, and we do play crossovers too, so we played. We played a few on the other side as well. So obviously it helped us. So, so I love it. <laughs> That's a great answer. Usually you don't get that kind of answer. I appreciate the honesty. Uh, what about not playing a couple of the teams? You know, I asked uh, Jerry Glasgow this and I asked Becky Clark this. You guys have not played South Alabama or uh, Louisiana. Huh? It's almost like a regional feel uh, here in the Sunbelt Conference tournament uh, because you guys haven't faced each other. How do you go about scouting and 
trying to, to match up your hitters with their pitchers and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, we've been watching all their games all season. So, you know, we've knowing one, we just, we are interested in what our conference is doing and two, knowing that it's the possibility that we'll be playing them in the tournament. So, you know, we just uh, do what we normally do when we scout. We, we've watched all their games. We'll continue to watch film. And we're excited about um, hope, hopefully, hopefully being able to face them. You know, our, our goal is to get as far as we can so we can face South Alabama and we can face Louisiana. So, um, so we're excited about that prospect and we feel like we'll be ready. Um, you know, if we're lucky enough to get to that place. All right, let's take one more time out. We'll be back with more to wrap things up with the head coach of Marshall uh, softball team, Megan Smith lion. She will talk about uh, where they are in the RPI, what they need to do uh, in this, uh, Sunbelt Conference Tournament, and by the title of it, you can figure it out. Uh, she also talks about uh, bringing girls in for the transfer portal. Uh, they've been very successful doing that. And we find out that she is very familiar with the South Louisiana uh, area as she's gonna, her team is going to be playing on the field of one of her mentors. So I think that is very cool. Uh, all right. Uh, again, thanks so much for uh, supporting Lockdown Sunbelt. We continue to grow. Some of the videos have actually done better than I thought. Some did worse, but that's okay. We can uh, keep on going at it. Still looking for Keith Gill. Uh, still looking for those basketball coaches. Still looking for those, um, still some football coaches uh, we'd like to get. They may be tough to find here uh, this time of the year, but we'll see if we can uh, grab them. Uh, moving forward. But please, if you do see the, uh, you know, please share it. See the video on YouTube. I'm happy to answer any comments, uh, any questions that you may have. A lot of times, again, I will get just as much information from you guys uh, because you're there locally. I can only do so much uh, remotely. So I do appreciate uh, the back and forth. And I mean, sometimes, you know, comments can come off uh, not properly. I try not to be sarcastic. I'm very sarcastic. Uh, I will be uh, blunt and forward. If I don't understand something, I will also uh, say that as well. But please, I will happily respond and be corrected if necessary. That's okay uh, as well. But please uh, share in YouTube and comments. Uh, they're a big help. Uh, and also, don't forget, you can still get all of the podcasts on audio. Uh, Amazon, uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts from, just search Lockdown Sunbelt. And of course, an Apple podcast, if you want to rate and review it, it would be uh, very special. I would appreciate that. All right, let's get back and wrap things up with the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd, Megan Smith-Lyon, talking about what the herd have to do in this tournament to get an NCAA berth, the transfer portal, and what it means to come back to South Louisiana. All right, we're talking with Megan Smith-Lyon, Marshall Thundering Herd, uh, softball coach, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, what's your spot right now, RPI-wise? Uh, you said a school record, 43 wins. Do you guys have to win this tournament to get that automatic berth, or do you get a couple of wins and find yourself in the NCAA tournament? I think we'll have to win it. Our RPI is, uh, it's not its not bad, uh, but it's not in the range that I think that they would consider um, as an at-large. So I think we'll have to win it to be able to go and you know, I think our team knows that. We know that that's, that's what we're going to have to do, and that's our focus. And, um, you know, but we saying that, we still have to take it one game at a time, right? So the most important game we play is the first game, and we can't look ahead, um, you know. But, but you know, RPI-wise, we're not sitting in a place where we're going to be able to get an at-large without winning it. 
So then do you have to change the way you schedule? How do, how do, you, how do you improve on that without putting the pressure of having to win a Sunbelt Conference tournament after having won 43 games? Well, I mean, let's let's get it let's get it straight. Getting an at-large bid is really difficult to do. It's a it's not oh, yeah. a, a it's not an easy thing to do in a mid-major conference, and there's a lot of luck that plays into it too. You know, you can schedule as good you know as good as you think that that can get you a good RPI, and then the teams that traditionally are good aren't good, and that kind of messes with you because you have to schedule so far in advance. So, um, you know, our scheduling is we're going to schedule to prepare us to win in the Sun Belt. And that's what we're going to do. And to do that, you have to play good teams out of conference um, because our conference is really strong. Um, so we're going to do that. And, you know, we're going to hope those teams that we schedule do well as well, because that's that's kind of the key. Um, I think that hurt us a little bit this year with our schedule. Some of the teams that traditionally do extremely well that we played didn't do as well this season and, and kind of hurt us a little bit. But at the end of the day, we scheduled a schedule that prepared us for the Sun Belt, obviously, because we are. Uh, we are the number two seed in the tournament. So um, so we're proud of our team and how we've uh, competed this year, and we're excited for the tournament. All right, we'll get back to the schedule here in a second because I do want to ask you a question that may you know hit home here. In South Louisiana, we're talking with Megan Smith-Line, Marshall Thundering Hurt softball coach. How do you uh, deal with the transfer portal? Uh, because you are not bringing kids to a you know major metropolitan area. How many of them have heard about Marshall beyond Matthew McConaughey and, and the movie and the plane crash? When you're going to these power five schools, getting these girls to come to Huntington. Yeah. I mean, you know, Marshall has a national brand because of uh, the tragedy that that happened um, with our football program in the movie. We are Marshall. Uh, but, you know, when we go after players, um, whether it's power five or whoever we're going after, I mean, you know, we're selling what we do and Marshall is a special place. It's a community that loves people that supports each other, that loves softball. Uh, we have a staff, that uh, loves the game of softball and we love our players and we uh, we we're family. And and that's not just words that and a lot of people say it, but it's not just words for us. We live it. We, we do it. And and they can feel that when they come onto campus. And the community is amazing. The city of Huntington is is awesome. Um, there's a lot of character and charm in Huntington. And, and you really feel the love and how much support you're going to get when you come into the community and come on to campus. So, you know, for us, we're just we're just who we are. And, you know, people, if people like it, that's great. And it seems like some do. So, and they're coming in and doing some great things. I mean, our transfers have done amazing things here. Autumn Owens a transfer. Sydney Nestor's a transfer. Grace Chellum is a transfer. Um, Sydney Bickle is a transfer. Um, so we're going to continue to to use the portal and, and, you know, bring kids in that maybe didn't have great experiences. And we're going to give them an awesome experience in Huntington. Well, I'm not sure there's any better advertising to, you know, be a transfer to Marshall, come to Marshall, win a triple crown. How easy is that, <laughs> coach? I could do that. <laughs> uh, all right. Also, to defend Marshall, I'm thinking Chad Pennington and yep. Randy Moss out the national brand for Marshall. And now you got another Pennington as a quarterback uh, yeah. for the Thundering Herd. All right. So let's talk about that scheduling. Uh, for those who didn't know, and I didn't, uh, Megan Smith-Line is familiar with us down here in South Louisiana. She coached under Yvette Gerard which is coming full circle because she's going to play at Yvette Gerard Field with the Marshall Thundering Herd. She coached for her at LSU. So back when you were there, there was an issue of the Cajuns play in LSU that has uh, softened. So they do play, actually played a home and home this year. Do you guys get to play West Virginia? Uh, West Virginia does not have softball. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. there you go. All right. We are there. the only <laughs> Yeah, we're the only Division One softball team in the state of West Virginia. How about that? Mm -hmm. All right. That that's a win-win. It doesn't even have to be power five, group five. You're the only division one team 
uh, softball in West Virginia. All right, so let's talk about coming full circle. What's it like uh, bringing the girls back to where, you know, you once called home, you coached at LSU, you're over here again, probably coach, you know, going to play on the field of one of your mentors. I mean, she, I, the thing that I knew, knew or found out um, not familiar with softball is how big softball is, but how small the family is when it comes uh, to softball and softball coaches, what's it like coming back here and having your team play on your mentor's field? Yeah. I mean, my years at LSU were amazing, um, mainly because of that Gerard. Right. Uh, I took the job at LSU to work under her and learn from her. Uh, she is a hall of famer and she's, uh, she's a, an amazing woman um, as a coach, as a person. She took me in as family and my family. Um, I had a son while I was here and she was there when he was delivered um, meeting Cooper. For, yeah. So, I mean, she's an amazing woman and I learned so much from her and still do. I mean, you know, she's, I'm really close with her. We still, um, we still talk and stay in touch. She's actually going to come to our game Thursday. Um, and yeah, so my years at LSU, um, I, I wasn't here a long time, but they were very impactful because of that Gerard. So I'm really excited to, to see her, for her to see our team, for her to meet our team, uh, for her to, to be on the field named after her because that's so well-deserved. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy for her that uh, LSU and, and Louisiana now are playing and that there's that she's welcome back and she's, they've named the field after her because that's the way it should be. And so I'm so excited that, um, that she has that now. Well, it's pretty impressive to build one softball program. Yvette Gerard <laughs> is basically responsible for building two softball programs, one here for the Cajuns and uh, the LSU Tigers. She is Megan Smith-Lyon, head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd softball team. Welcome to Louisiana. Enjoy the humidity and the food. We will see you at Lampson Park. Thanks, Coach. Thank you so much. Go Herd.